Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby, both board-certified nurse coaches, show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. Hello and welcome back everybody to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. It is Shelby and Laura here today with you. And we are going to do a just like a really fun episode today. This is something that we planned in true Laura and Shelby style on a total whim. And I'm actually really excited to get to reflect and share our top 10 takeaways from our mentors over the years with all of you. Um, even typing it out, I can see just my own evolution through the past five years. And it's really, I'm just excited. I get, I love nostalgia and reflection and all of those things. Uh, so I'm excited to drop in with all of you today. Uh, but Laura's here with me too. How are you doing this morning, Laura? I'm good. I think this, this episode is like inspiring me to create an exercise for all of our clients to do some version of this because as we were typing these out of our, our takeaways from our mentors, never mind that we spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in investing <laughs> in these different mentors to be in the same room with them. But it showed me the power of coaching that there's these moments that hit your soul that change you forever. And like, that's what we're doing this for. We're doing this for, for transformation. So it just reinvigorates my 10 out of 10 excitement for the, the art and science of coaching this mm-hmm. episode does. Yeah. It's super cool. I'm excited to hear yours too. I didn't read them when we were hashing <laughs> them out before. Uh, but yeah, I, I say we just jump into it if that's okay with cool. you, Laura. And yeah, um, we can ping pong back and forth. But yeah, let's hear let's hear your first. I don't think these are like necessarily ranked. Um, no. Like most important to least important. Mine are definitely chronological. I don't know how you wrote yours out. Yeah, I think maybe I did the same. Cool. Um. My first one, and I feel like I, I, this range, I feel like I'm my dad when I, when I say these stories, because these are like these stories that I know I've said on coaching calls a thousand times. So for previous clients that have, or I've been your lead coach, you might be like, oh, there she goes again. Yep. Got the next one. Oop, heard that one too. But that's how big these moments were in my development and in my life. And we just never know when we're going to get those magical moments, those like earthquake moments where somebody says something, your soul recognizes its truth and you're forever changed. And the first mm-hmm. one happened before I even knew what nurse coaching was. This was, I think in 2000, gosh, my daughter was so young, 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. um, two years before I'd even go in uh, here, but a year and a half before I, I learned about nurse coaching. And I had invested in a spiritual guide like a a psychic that was lived like an hour from me that a friend recommended, but she was more than a psychic. She was definitely more of like a a spiritual mentor. And I thought she was so expensive at the time and she was $200 a session. But I remember like driving going, gosh, she charges so much money. And knowing what I know now, I'm like, how did she even cover her rent in her office? But anyways, I digress. (laughs) So I had had a dream about having my own office and then helping people in a way that I haven't been able to help them before. And I had certified an energy healing medicine. And I remember telling her in a session, oh, I just can't wait till I'm physically feeling better. Because at that time I was chronically ill. And 
I kept saying like, as soon as I'm feeling better, I'm going to do this. Or as soon as I'm well, I'm going to do this. And she stopped me in my tracks and said, honey, opening your practice will be how you become well. Hmm. And I, it was so true. It's like, we qualify these things. Like I'm going to start the next thing my soul wants to do when I have these human circumstances that I've arbitrarily created. And uh, we see this all the time in practice for, for nurse mm-hmm. coaches. Well, I'm going to wait till this, I'm going to wait till this, I'm going to wait till this. And it's like, well, this might be the thing that, that helps you heal. Yeah. And that was, that was huge for me. Gave me permission to start. Totally. Totally. And it's really natural, I think, for your brain to like default, to have it make sense because you were creating something new. You were creating something you've never done before. So your brain's trying to find safety of like, well, I can't do that yet because I feel like garbage. So I have to wait until um, there's like 500 different ways that this can look. I even catch myself doing this now. of Like, well, when I have yeah, more time so. or when I have, you know, like th- this, this uh, I think is always present, but I love that. And in that moment, did you know what she meant or did it just like ping you of like, I don't know what that totally means yet, but okay, I'm on board. I think I went to my next cert. So I started the process again. I had just had my second baby. My kids were, you know, 16 months and three months old. And I went to my level four healing touch when my daughter was three months old instead of waiting. And that trip healed me. Mm I talked about that on stage. Like that, it just started a series of events to get me where I am. It got me off the sidelines is what that moment did. So cool. I love that. Well, my Shelby. Yeah. My. Again, uh, yeah, these, if you are clients, you've probably, again, heard mine a hundred times. But this was with my very first business coach. And I, every month I would set these crazy goals. Like I want to sign 10 new clients. Like I would just set the bar like (laughs) way too high. And I was, I, I, I've always done that. I I like to shoot, shoot high, aim high. And, um, only now to where I'm like, well, if we get like 50% accomplished, that's still good. Before, if I only got 50% accomplished, it was, you know, it might as well have been raining hot lava from the sky. It was horrible (laughs) and everything was on fire. You know, it was just terrible. So I was freaking out over money or something. I didn't hit a goal. I only signed three new clients instead of seven, you know, and I was having a so champagne problems. Right. And my coach was like, can you, I have so much appreciation for her coaching style now, but she's like, can you just chill out? And it like really kind of like caught me off guard. And I was like, what do you mean? I didn't hit the goal. And she's like, who fucking cares if you didn't hit the goal? Like (laughs) you still have three clients that you signed. And the reality of it is, is you have to learn to celebrate the little wins so that the big wins can come. And I like still like wasn't getting it. And she goes, are you going to end up homeless on the side of the street? And I was like, no. And she goes, are, are like, you're sure you're, you and your baby aren't going to be naked on the side of the road, just like shivering in the cold up in New York. And I was like, no. And she goes, all right, then chill out, chill out. It's like, okay. <laughs> and something about that, like, I just, I don't ever remember talking about it ever again. Like, it was just like a quick recalibration moment of like, calm the F down, calm your tits. It's going to be fine. And then it just was like, I didn't need to excavate it anymore. I didn't need to like intellectualize it or get to the root of it. Since that call, it's just like the page turned in my mind and it was over. 
So wow. Not to say that I don't freak out about different things, but like the level of freak out is so much less. It's so much yeah. less than it was. And I just have I have the capacity for different awareness around it. But that was a really cool moment. It was probably within my first six months of being a coach. Shelby, just chill out. I was like, what? yeah, I love that. That's so good. I'm going to say that to some of my clients on my call next week. Can you imagine? You. Oh, man, I'm thinking of some of my clients. I want to tell that to and it makes me scared which probably means I need to do it. <laughs> well, I love the directness of it. it I, that actually totally reminds me of Steve Hardison. That would be something, but he would yell at you and like, look, you, he would yell at you. Oh my like, God. Like to, yeah. to shake you. Cause it's like, it's a pattern interrupt. She created a pattern yeah. interrupt that worked like a permanent pattern interrupt for you. Like that's a, amazing. That's worth $10,000 right yeah. there. Just that. Totally. Yeah. It was pretty juicy. All right, Laura, what's your second one? Let me see here. Oh gosh, this one was so good. He, <laughs> I never hired him. He he was actually my first coach. Brought him in to teach us about sales in like our third month in our business container. <clears throat> so I started following him on social media, and then somehow he, I think he held a breathwork event that got canceled. And he's like, I can just offer you a coaching call instead of the breathwork instead of getting a refund for breathwork. And I was like, awesome, because I think I paid like 150 bucks. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's totally worth it. So at that time, it was, I think it was 2020, uh, COVID was happening. I'm a medical freedom nurse. You can do the math there of how I was feeling. And I remember arbitrarily saying something like, you know, I'd be willing to go back to school and get my PhD so that people would respect me and listen to me. Like I said, <laughs> something like that. Like I'm, I'm so committed to like being relevant and and my voice being heard because I'm so passionate about this subject that I'm willing to go get my PhD to do it. And I thought he'd be like, oh, that's so, you know, how committed are you, Laura? Like I thought that he'd be impressed by it. And he giggled and he said to me, he goes, that's just not the way the world works though, Laura. Mm-hmm. And he and he's like, what PhD that you know of that has your point of view has any stage? Yeah. And I said, nobody. And he goes, who has the stage? And I said, Bill Gates. <laughs> he said, <laughs> I said, Bill Gates, it, it, when the world was pulled, they said Bill Gates was the, the best doctor in the world. Most of the world thinks Bill Gates is a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. And this, we were having this conversation and he said, that's because the world that, we're live, that we live in, people who have um, influence have money. It's not right. It's just the way that it is. It's the rules of the game. Mm. And when I tied having more money to having more positive influence in the world, something switched in me. Like the the floodgate opened for that to be available to me because if having more money created more me to have the ability to be more altruistic or have more impact, then it was my responsibility to make more money. Mm. And that's when you and I, we started having a different conversation about this business, I think. is mm. It was just like, Money became something different to me in that moment, even though it was a really ugly reality that he reminded me of. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. I'm so grateful for that call. I'm so grateful for that $150 call. Yeah, yeah. It, it's um, kind of as we're we're reflecting here, I see kind of how we're like on one path, right? And then like, it's literally, I mean, it's like corny, right? We're changing. Yeah the world through one conversation at a time, but this is reflected in these moments right here. It's where you're on one path, you're on one trajectory. And then it's just like a door 
in your periphery just gets open and then you're like, oh, that door looks good. And you just walk through it and it changes the whole course of your life. Like I have chills right now saying that out loud. It's just, um, it's so cool. It's so cool to be a product of coaching and get to do this as well. And, um, I'm so grateful for your conversation with that too, because, or that guy too, because it has influenced our business for sure. Yeah. You know, it, it ripples. It does ripple. Yeah. I need to reach out to him and tell him that. I'll do that today. <laughs> yeah. I'll do that today. I haven't ever done that. And it's just, yeah, he should know. He should, he should know. know. I agree. I agree. All right. What's your next big takeaway? Oh, Shelby? man. This is one I love. And this is something I die on a hill on often is don't miss the point. Right. And um, there's a hundred ways to kind of digest this, but I know for me and probably for you and for most of our clients that we work with, we start our nurse coaching practice because it is a tool to give us, to open up other ways of being in our life, right? More time with our kids, more time with our family, um, more control over our schedule, more control over our income, like serving people powerfully is a really big tool in the toolkit to just unlock a lot of freedom for for us. And I think that this kind of ties into your first takeaway here, Laura, is like being in the present moment of recognizing all of the tiny micro wins. So for example, if you quit your job and you're starting your practice, you already have more time with your kids. You don't have to wait to earn $50,000 in your practice to spend more time with your family. Yeah. You just go spend more time with your family, right? As as you're doing this alongside, like you don't have to use your business as a permission slip to have any of the other great things in life because you likely already have them or have access to them. And it's... (sighs) In, in the world of capitalism and the patriarchy and blah, 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 blah. Like it's really easy <laughs> to, to get on this like hamster wheel of more, more, more. I need, I need, I should, I should. And I just really invite the slowdown. And I forget who like told me this in particular, like which one of my coaches or if it was a book, but to just not miss life as it's happening right in front of you. And of course your business is a part of that, but um I think it makes your business more sustainable. It makes it more enjoyable. It makes your life more enjoyable. And then you build capacity for all things as you grow rather than just like hyper-focusing on your business. And then you look around and you're like, I'm still not happy. Shoot. So that's my, I say that all the time on coaching calls is don't miss the point or you're not missing the point. I think actually the clients I work with directly are pretty good at this. Yeah. That's so good. I needed to hear that today. That's just a good one. You should have that up on the fucking wall. <laughs> hey, Laura, when you're walking around grumpy, like don't miss the point. Like that's so good. That's a good bumper sticker. Yeah. Oh. The uh, gift that keeps on giving wherever yeah. that came from. Cause it's so simple. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Ooh, this one is vague on your list. Your your third one. I'm Oof. excited to hear you elaborate. Yeah. Well, this was from my be with session with Steve Hardison and um, a little preface about that session. When I um, went to his house for the session and he opened the front door and I saw him in person for the first time and he's pretty tall and I saw, looked him in the eyes. I realized at that moment 
that it had been him who had been in a dream of mine eight years before, like a really unique dream. And actually that's how I made it into his book. Um, so I was, I had been, I went to that spiritual healer to find out about that dream. Okay. Mm. So like the dream that I had about Steve Hart is it was why I, I found that spiritual healer because it was this haunting dream. It was unlike anything I'd ever experienced. Uh, but he looks exactly like a guy I went to high school with. So I thought it was about a guy I went to high school with had, who had no relevance to me until that moment. So most of the session, I cried a lot. I think he yelled at me. Like I, I don't <laughs> really remember being there. It was very much like a plant medicine ceremony because it was such a metaphysical experience for me. But one of the sobering moments that I remember very uh, clearly is when he talked to me about value. And basically he told the story about your value in the world has to do with how unique the service or product or thing is that you are or that you be or that you do. So he said, like, uh, if the value of someone mowing your lawn, there's a high percentage of the world that can walk and push that can mow your lawn. So that's a low value service. And then there are, there's something that you can do, Laura, that no one else in the entire world can do. And if you find that, that has infinite value that you attach mm. to it. It was just a moment, again, of perception that each one of us has value that we can uncover. It is the only thing like it in the entire world. We, we could, they're the only ones that can do it or we do it the best in the world mm. or one of the best in the world. I still feel like I'm integrating that because I find ways to create value in different ways in different situations. It just really changed, like values created. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing you. Like we had a right session the after. next day. We had a big workshop the day after I flew back from Arizona. Yeah. You were pretty spaced out for a while. Like so, there was a lot going on. Were you moving at the same time or getting ready to move? No, I had a 60 person festival at my house for my Waldorf school <laughs> the next day. <laughs> With dressing up and flower wreaths. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it I was, just... I needed a week off after that session to integrate. And I came right back into life. We hosted a big old workshop and then I had a big old event at my house. And then I, that's when I hired Jess. I was like, I think I need a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. There was, there was like something really large happening, but I just remember I would ask you about it and be like, what did you learn? What did he tell you? And you're like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So it's uh, kind of like your memories coming back after all of these years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was big. That was that was it a was big, big moment. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. I have a, I even have like, for some reason, the, the Facebook post you made about you mailing your check to Steve is like in yeah. my brain, too. Like, yeah, it's interesting yeah, it was, what um, we remember. Well, the other cool thing about Steve is that my hus my husband was on board and and then when I paid for my be with session, which is ridiculous, to fly across the country, you buy a plane ticket for a two hour conversation with someone you've never met, um, with no expectations or defined value. You're just like, I'm gonna go be with this dude for 10 grand. Like that's mm -hmm. I'm gonna go do that. Evan, is that okay? And he's like, Okay. And I think it was the moment where Evan's like, trusted me and, and trusted mm -hmm. as far as like spending money. It's like every time we spend money, it, it just comes back to us tenfold. So there's just no, no resistance to it. It was a very, that was a turning point for in our marriage. Yeah. Of just like, yeah, let's go. I mean, he hired Steve after for, yeah. for four, for four conversations. So, uh, it was, it was a turning point in our 
relationship and in our marriage and honestly in my in my way of being for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So cool. So cool. Uh okay. My my third takeaway here. Um I think it's worth I think it's worth a little bit of a backstory here. So um I was in a coaching container at the time that I might I don't say this with like a lot of arrogance, but I was probably overqualified for. Um, I wanted to work with this one coach. I had been stalking him for years before I even knew that I wanted to be a coach. He's someone who inspired me for a long time. And he opened up a business coaching container and I jumped straight in, didn't care what it was. And not that I, we didn't or I didn't learn things from that container, but I was looking for like some deeper, some deeper work. So it's kind of feeling some sort of way about that of like, man, <laughs> I should have like read the fine print. I should have, should have, should have. But because he did like um, this coach's style was to host a webinar and provide value on the webinar and be like, if you're interested, here's the sign up link, sign up. It was a really big group coaching space. And he's like, if you sign up on this call and you're one of the first like five people, I'll give you a one-on-one session my body was immediately electrified. I was like, what? <laughs> I was fumbling on my phone to like apply and do all of the things. And um, to be honest, he forgot about it. Like I kept waiting yeah. for the link to book. I kept, and I was like, dude, F this, this container's only 12 weeks. He said, and I'm getting it. Like I, this is what I came Good here for. for. You. I did not know that. I'm so yeah. glad you did that. Me too. This, this one sentence changed my life in so many ways. And, um, so I get, we get the call and literally everybody in my life during this season knew how nervous I was about that call. Like I wanted to, like, I even like feel butterflies in my stomach right now, recalling it. (laughs) I was so nervous. This coach was so spicy and I had seen him directly coach people on group calls before. And he had a way to like read between the lines to where he could spit fire and it would land in a loving way. But like the way I was filtering it, I was like, fuck, he is so intense. Like, and I was really nervous to be on the receiving end of that. And so I went to the call and I was, oh, this was like, I think that I'm supposed to be creating something else within my business. I don't know what it is. I've been trying to figure it out for like 18 months. I'm following all these nudges. I don't know where to go. Um, And I kind of like don't have any more information than when I first got this nudge a year and a half ago. And I'm frustrated is what I went into this one-on-one with. And I used to wear these like purple square glasses and, you know, they were my safety mechanism. And he was like, all right, Shelby, do you even need those glasses that you're wearing right now? And I was like, no. He goes, do you have a fear of people seeing the real you? And I was like, I don't know. Do I? And he's like, I think that there's something there, but that's not what I want to talk about today. And I was like, okay. And like, I was just like quivering and sweating in my chair. And, um, I'd also, this was probably, I don't know, four or five months after my heart surgery. And I mentioned on the, on that call, I was like, I just went through this really big life altering event. Um, I had open heart surgery. I'm on the recovering end of that. I'm, I have more capacity to create and I'm ready. And the thing that he said to me on that call, he also has a heart condition as well. And he said, folks like us with heart stuff, we have to learn how to create safe space everywhere. And I was like, I have no idea what that means, but I just shook my head yes on the call because like something in me knew like that's 
that's the thing I need to explore. And he didn't elaborate either, right? He he just said, create safe space everywhere. And so then I got off the call and I was like, well, what the, f- like, what now? Like I, and this is before like trauma coaching and trauma awareness was like popular in, in our side of the world and in, in nurse coaching. Um, so I really had no idea where to start, but it led me on this pursuit to figure it out. And it led me to some really intense somatic work. It led me to healing the majority of my anxiety. It led me to creating safety within my body post heart surgery. Cause shockingly, I didn't feel safe in my body that had an aneurysm after surgery that did not magically go away. Um, and it, I mean, I'm still in that work now, but it has led me down like a two and a half year rabbit hole Wow. Of some like really deep inner inner healing. And um, it's really been this year that I've seen the payoff from that of like just how I used to operate so differently in the world and how much more calm and relaxed and at ease. And I like hardly ever have racing thoughts. Like it's just really so different. But that that advice of create safety everywhere. Like he wasn't the one that led me on that journey. He wasn't the one that gave me any extra information. It just like was like kind of like a homework assignment that has lasted almost yeah three years. So that was wow. That was a big one for me. Yeah. And the way he said it, it was like nonchalant, but it was just you're you you were ripe to receive it. It was like just beautiful timing. Yeah. It was uh so interesting. It makes me think about mm, like how we don't have to be everything for everybody right? Yes. Like it was, it's so powerful to watch other people operate that way. And it's just like, he was giving his friend a piece of advice, you know, he's like, all right, take that and do with it what you will. Um, but yeah, it, it landed completely changed the filter on which I, I see and operate in the world. It's been amazing. Mm, Before we, I move on to the, keep going. I just want to like ask you this question because this is I think as business coaches in year-long containers with so many people, there's an element of me realizing that there's an unfolding that's going to happen with my clients that I can't control. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel the need to try to create these zingers and these, I don't have to like push or try to create this for my client. Like I have to just trust that in in this process, there'll be a moment like that for them. Yeah, And like every master coach, it's an allowing. It's not a trying to create with the client. Like it's a energetics are different. And I'm just sensing him. Like that was just such a, it was not a pointed, you should. It was just an invitation and an unfolding mm-hmm. that your soul was ready for. Yeah. Um, makes my shoulders drop a bit as a coach. Totally. Totally. Yeah. He He also gifted me the metaphor of like, if we are all on this journey to enlightenment, you know, one side is dark, yeah. the other side is light. Like as coaches, we are positioned along certain parts of the journey to just like turn around and grab the people behind us and bring them up to where we are. And then it's somebody else's job to take them the next step, right? We're, right. We are not meant to walk with people the whole way because it's too much. It's You would have to be in you know, Dalai Lama, you know, you'd have to be like some highly ascended being and we're not, we're human. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's, uh, ever, whenever I heard that too, I was like, oh, okay. Like I, 
something reprogrammed in my nursey brain too of it doesn't have to be all of the things yeah for everyone totally awesome that's so good oh, all right um my number f- my fourth one is it's kind of like arbitrary and and but not so christina was my first business coach and she is the reason why i hired her is because when i saw her on a video she was so authentic so i was attracted to her authenticity which mm-hmm. is what people are attracted to with you and me like yeah if we hear it all day long i just love how real you guys are i love how authentic how honest how transparent like that's our rebellious like i think rebellious and transparent is our super superhuman qualities as business yeah. coaches i got that from christina cuz she modeled it like i had never seen it done before mm-hmm. i had her on a big old pedestal it was really helpful me- for me to have her on a pedestal when she was my coach and she like would say things that would just shock me she'd be like oh yeah sometimes i just watch tv all day on the couch with a weighted blanket i love it and i'm like what you're a successful coach and you spend an entire day resting. Like that mm-hmm. blew my mind. I figured she'd be meditating and cold plunging <laughs> and and fasting. Like, because I think that the self-development industry, like we get, that's the vibe that we get. And then yeah. she offered this other aspect of like, I'm just human having a human experience. And there are bad weeks and bad months and I'm uninspired sometimes and I'm inspired sometimes. And sometimes I do this and sometimes I do that. And um it was so nice. Like that was huge because I thought that the direction I was going was going to require me to be on more, Mm. to push harder, to be perfect. Like there, I had this picture from certification of the direction I needed to go. Um, and then she gave me an alternative path. That is the only way I could have done this. There's no way I, we could have created what we created. And then I have a life that I have without days in bed watching Netflix without guilt. Like for yeah. me, um, I don't know if I, she gave me the gift of rest, the gift of imperfection or the gift of like being authentic about your imperfection, but I'm so grateful for her. And she's mm-hmm. going to come in and do a, a, a coaching session for our team. I'm so excited about that because it's just so full circle. She's yeah. magic. Yeah. Her I'm excited for that magic. too. For yeah. sure. For sure. I mean, same. My first business coach used to show up to calls in a bathrobe sometimes, you know, <laughs> know. like it, it there is. Um, I can't believe that. that's so crazy. <laughs> but like like there is there's again, circling back to your your number, your first takeaway here yeah. is that like, oh, I have to be professional and then I can be successful. And like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> right. Uh, so. I, I am appreciative of all of those experiences combined between the two of us. Like that, that coach that told me to create safety everywhere, the, the training that he had inside of his course was literally him walking the streets in LA in selfie mode on a cell phone, just saying a stream of consciousness about a certain topic, about sales, about connecting, yeah. about all these things. It was not in a it was not in an office. It didn't have a fancy microphone. He was holding the hand of his three-year-old son at the time. Like they're just walking around and he's just filming his course, filming his course. <laughs> and so, um, and honestly, I think that's what's attractive for people and, yeah. and the people that it's not attractive to, they just don't sign up. So it's like great for, for both. Um, right. Yeah. I think it's, there's a million, million ways. 
to, to make it work. Oh, so, so good. Um, okay. My fourth this one, is a good one has been a recent one for me, um, with our most, with our mentor that we're working with now. And I came to him probably at the beginning of May and was like, I have a crazy idea. And it was this for this like new offer that I wanted to put together. Um, and he has this question that he always asks us. And it's like, is that the simplest way? And it drives me nuts because yeah. almost never is it the simplest way. But I don't know. Are entrepreneurs known for being simple? No, we're we're known for being problem solvers. And if there's not a problem to solve, I'm going to create a problem to solve, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Wow, we need to create a problem to solve. Yeah, I need to go <laughs> kick that, kick the, the the bee's nest over there to stir things up but so but this one would have been like actually relatively simple it would have been something that we had never done before and I perceived it as easy and I used that word and he goes um like are you sure and I was like well I don't know now that you're questioning me I'm not sure (laughs) and and he goes oftentimes that like easy money is often an energy leak Mm. and to be totally honest, I still think that I'm integrating that a little bit because I asked him to explain and his explanation made sense. But um, I think that that's going to be a lesson that serves me over and over and over again. And that's why it doesn't feel fully integrated just yet. But in especially where we're at with our business, we could make w- money five trillion different ways. Like we, right. we we could be skeezy and we could come up with a hundred things to do to increase our revenue. And now we're at the point where we have to check in and say like, is this in highest service for our clients? Is this in highest service of us? Is this where I get to show up and be excited and share my magic and hold the space with people? Or is this just like an easy box to check? And yeah. I probably would have learned that lesson the hard way um, had I not asked him and I just did it. So uh, when Laura and I were in Napa a few months ago, we were in a room full of people that had been mentored by this person and all of them, most of them, when they got up to speak, were like, oh, I wish I would have listened to you three years ago because I didn't. And then I went on this wild goose chase for three years. And I'm like, I looked at Laura and I was like, I am not going to be that person that wishes I would have listened to the yeah. to the advice that we invested in. Like, I'm just, at least while we're under his umbrella, I'm just going to like take it at face value and shortcut it as much as possible. Um, so I'm excited to see how that evolves because I know there's an idea trying to move through, but I don't know what the idea is. Yeah. Yet. Well, and it's the contrast between like aligned money and easy money. Yeah. Because easy, like that, the energy leak aspect, because the way that he sees the world is all through energy, which I love, is aligned money or yeah, aligned ways to make money is fueled by the universe, right? Mm-hmm. So that it's like infinite amounts of energy like aligns with you, which then it appears to be easy. But the the easy, like low-hanging fruit, like I could do this for this amount of time and make this much money ends up being an energy leak from alignment. And I I see that, but gosh, as a newer entrepreneur, like that's not something that we could have, mm-hmm. we would have learned that the hard way. Mm-hmm. To be honest, our old different people we've invested in would have said that's good advice. So yeah. again, that's the, the uh, importance of who you surround yourself with. Also, our best clients 
just do what we say, which we love. <laughs> and me and Shelby, we're good clients. Like if he says that's probably not a great idea, it doesn't matter how double down we are, we pivot. Like mm-hmm. we, we're just not going to invest and then not listen. It doesn't make sense to me. It's like until we outgrow our mentor, which is going to take years, um, I'll just do I think that's our best shot. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the deal. Like also knowing that what is meant for us can't miss you. Right. So I I see in our community in particular, a lot of nurse coaches who jump the gun on certain projects, just like, gosh, a few months too soon. And this is the dance that we have right in in the world of nurse coaching. We want to follow your lead. I never want to squash your excitement. Yes. And I have this big perspective of watching new nurse coaches try to fill a group and fail the first time, like 50 times over. And you're probably not going to be the first one to pull it off. You might be, you might be. Yeah. But like, can we hang on to that idea for a few months, create some more relevancy, create a bigger list, and then fill the group and have it be much simpler rather than you like hustling and grinding and getting all freaked out over filling a group, you know? Um, so it's like potty potty training a toddler too early, I'm telling you. Yeah. Right. Yes. Like there's there's just elements of what you're ready for and what you're not ready for. And we're never going to tell one of our clients, you're not ready for that. Don't try. Yeah. Um, but we will ask some questions similar to our mentor of yeah. like, could could this work better when you have a full one-on-one list? Or could this work better when you've quit your job and you have time to invest in a proper launch? Like, yeah, those would be the kinds of questions we'd ask. Right. Right. And you know, hiring a coach, you are hiring to expedite some lessons and you are also still going to learn the lessons you need to learn along the way. Like that's, that's how I make peace with it. I've done, there have been pieces of advice that I haven't heeded along the way. And I've needed to learn those lessons along the way. Um, Not at this level, not at our current mentor's price. I will lay down in traffic, like literally whatever, (laughs) whatever, whatever it takes. (laughs) Um, Well, this last one of mine is from our, our mentor now. And he, he always drops these one-liners and I call him like the entrepreneur's Yoda. Like he's just very grounded, very wise, very aware of the energetics of the universe. So there's a woo a woo component to him with super high intellect, uncanny business acumen mm-hmm. and confidence, really quiet confidence. He's pretty magic. And he said, it's really easy to make money when you understand human behavior, mm-hmm. right? which we see negatively and we see positively. And so like a, nev- a negative example, and I'm going to use a, 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 a specific uh, not to be named coach that's a business coach in our community that preys on new nurse coaches, the fears that she knows that they have. Mm-hmm. Shelby and I know the fears that you have too. Um, and she preys on those fears, not to empower you, but to hire her because you're not going to ever do anything unless you hire her and do what she says, right? So you can make a lot of money with human behavior uh, it, when you know human behavior, but it could be negative or positive. We see this in like car sales. Like there's so many negative examples, but the positive mm-hmm. thing is if you really understand human behavior, we talk about this in in the, the uh, anatomy of a sale workshop a lot. And you understand what the ego wants to do. It's really easy to outsmart the ego 
in service to the client as well. So when he said that to me, it's really easy to make money when you understand human behavior. It was so empowering and encouraging um, because I love the human experience. Like I love studying the human experience. I love studying my own human experience. I'm just so curious about why we are the way we are, why we do what we do. And that curiosity makes it easier for me and for coaches to make money in the future. Yeah. I really, that was a zinger for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so good. He's so smart. <laughs> We're getting yeah. smarter by hanging out with him. That's know, for sure. I know. Yeah. <laughs> hanging out with him. I like, I felt it. It's just like where, you know, we're talking about doors being opened in your mind to new possibilities. Yeah. It's like when we hired him, like 400 doors opened all at the same time. Yes. And I was like, oh, whoa, this big girl stuff. This is big girl stuff, which leads me to my last takeaway here of like Laura and I have had a business trajectory uh, probably for the last like two years. The first little bit, we were just figuring out what we were doing and if it was sustainable and if we liked it and if we liked working together, like, you know, yeah. all of those, those first hurdles. And then um, we've kind of doubled down at ever, every opportunity of like committing yes. to this and growing this. And like, what does that mean? What is, do we want different branches of the successful nurse coaches to do different things? What are we excited by? And um, the, when we, Napa was a big deal for me whenever we were there a few months ago, but um, our mentor opened the space and painted a picture for us of like the statistical improbability that we would be invited into the room here. We were with gosh, almost 40 other seven figure entrepreneurs. And it, he was like, if you think about all of the barriers you've had to overcome to be here and to be successful and to all these other things, like collectively, all of you in this room are going to make a hundred million dollars this year alone. And kind of two things surprised me by that. Everybody in the room was really genuine. Like they were truly yes. like heart-centered entrepreneurs, not stuffy. You could no. talk to anybody. And it was like, you're talking to your best friend. And it made me really excited to know that there are conscious people in the world who have a lot of money that can do a lot of good with yes. it. So that made me really stoked. Um, and it was like a really big permission slip of like, if you've made it here, the the possibility of what is available to you, like that's easy. You know, like whatever you want to create next is like two degrees to the left or two degrees to the right. Like we've done so much of the hard building and the hard work to where now it just gets to be like a simple shift in perspective or energy. And and then like, we're there, like, it's not hard at all anymore. Um, and again, that that's where 400 doors opened in my brain of like, yeah. oh, that sounds fun. And that sounds fun. Not that, but this. And um, yeah, even if that was the only thing I got from that weekend, it was worth the trip out there because it's, it's an exciting time to be revolutionizing healthcare. I think yeah. that like to where before it kind of felt like, Oh, I hope we pull this off. Like now I can like actually really feel it and see it and give us five or 10 more years. And nurse coaching yeah. the field is going to be so different and yes. known. Like I'm really excited for that. 
Oh my gosh, me too. I I'm like, as you were saying that, I remember sitting in that room and I felt the same way. It's like, oh, these are all people just like us. Like they mm-hmm. love humans. Yeah. They have insecurities. They get tearful easy. They um it was such a cool room. And they're all rebels. Like everybody in there yeah. was some kind of a rebel or like disruptor. Like there was that vibe. I'm like, oh, this is like home. This is like us. I loved that. And it reminds me of some of our clients where we've walked them through the fear of doing their first post and the fear of doing their first proposal to now having conversations with them. Like, yeah, I'm going to do this proposal for a couple hundred thousand dollars at the hospital or um, a thousand nurses are going to watch this webinar mm-hmm. or, and the, and they're having the conversation like, yeah, I'm going to try this as opposed to freaking out or not me, like just watching the consciousness change of our community. Yeah. Because I think all boats rise. So as we do better, Shelby, with our consciousness on what's possible, like everyone in our sphere gets affected by it. Like we're affected by our mentors. Totally. Um, So like 400 doors are opening in nurse coaching right now because of this. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I bet you in three to five years, and I'm pretty psychic for those of you who don't know me, (laughs) I bet you in three to five years, any magnet hospital will have nurse coaches on staff. Yeah. Every magnet hospital will. Mm-hmm. It's already happening. Yeah. It's already happening. Yeah. So for you guys listening, you got to be the best so that you get hired if that's your dream. Mm-hmm. Like this is the time. Start now so that when when the hiring, when all the jobs go on Indeed, you are mm-hmm. the obvious hire if, right. that's your, if, if that's your goal. Mm-hmm. And private practice can be part of that. It can be part of that where you can get 100, 200, 300, 500 million dollar contracts to, to be the coaching team at a hospital. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We've seen it. We've seen the beta tests. I know that that's a dream for some of the nurses in our community. Um, yeah, I think here's the deal. It's just like, we need those few pioneers to get the initial yeses. And then, um, hospitals like to compete with each other for business, right? So they it's, it's, only a matter of time and then 100% will be within the next five years, if not way sooner yeah. than that. So if not way sooner. Yeah. yeah. It's really, it's really cool. Um, yeah. I feel like we have condensed the past five years into the top 10 things. Like seriously, y'all, these 10 takeaways have cost us around like $300,000. So <laughs> we, I love to share them with you. And it's kind of funny to be like, man, it all boils down to just these little tiny jewels, you know, (laughs) (laughs) when you simmer it down, this is, this is what the the takeaway is. But I mean, these five takeaways for both me and Laura have completely shifted the trajectory of our life. And it's not even like we had to do a full 180 to shift the trajectory. Again, it's like four clicks to the left, four clicks to the right. Like all of you listening are in the process of clicking right now. Yes. To to build and to run. And when you hit it, it just goes. It just goes. Um, but everyone listening is is laying the foundation for that yeah. wherever you are at. The runway has been put down. We have some jetpacks we can offer you. <laughs> uh, we are not bushwhacking through forest anymore. Like it's it's such yeah. a, a a cool. I got a, a I'm gonna share this one email I got today. Um, really quickly without naming names because I haven't asked, but I we just got an email in our inbox today of a woman who saw me speak at the Vaxed premiere in 
Sacramento three years ago. She was in the mm. audience. She didn't even talk to me. That's how she found out about nurse coaching. She then went to a different certification program, but didn't get the coaching aspect she wanted. She just joined the collective and had an enrollment call with one of our current mentees who then said, I, she says, oh yeah, Laura was my co-instructor. She's like, well, Laura spoke at this event. And uh, she's so excited. She's like, just sign up for the collective. She can't wait to join our preceptorship. Like, that's so crazy that she saw me speak mm. at an event three years ago. That's how she found out about nurse coaching. And now here she is, you know, three years later and creating it for herself. We have so many stories like this that we just didn't get the first few years, like how, mm-hmm. how it all comes together. Um, it's so yeah. exciting. It it's is a good so time. Oh, I it's love a good that. Time. I love yeah. that. I remember on enrollment calls, Laura, I had somebody ask me once, they're like, well, who's successful that you've worked with? Like what's now I can answer the question of like, how much money do people make? I just pull up our tracker and I show people we didn't have a tracker back then. We were living on a wing in a prayer. And so when, when applicants would ask me that, I would be like, well, do you want to be the first successful nurse coach? Do you want to, do you want to be the first to break six figures and more? Do you want to be the first? Um, and that was two years ago. And now we have data on dozens of nurse coaches who have broken, broken that barrier. Um, and so it's, it's really, really cool. It's just, I, I love where we're at right now. And I know that this is like the least amount of fun our business is going to be ever because it's just going to keep getting better and better and better as it grows. Uh, so yeah. So good. So, so good. I feel like that's probably a good hour. So we should probably (laughs) let people pee and get on with their day. (laughs) Get on with your day. I have a call in like 10 minutes that I have to jump off for anyway. Um, But yeah, team, thanks for sticking around and listening through this one. It was, again, this was a little self-serving. We like to reflect. um, And I hope that you got some nuggets out of it too. Come join us in the Facebook group, the Successful Nurse Coaches. We would love to have you. I'd also love to know like what resonates for you. Um, if any of these things that we have learned have been a soul truth for you and have just like opened the door in your brain and now things feel possible that didn't before, uh, let us know. Please loop us in. I selfishly want to know if that happened for you yes. today. <laughs> it's an ask. Yeah. Tell us. Let yeah. us know. We love it. We love getting it. Yeah. All right, team. We will see you next week. Same time, same place. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Bye.